Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hi, I'm James Nokise, and welcome to Eating Fried Chicken in the Shower bonus episode. Uh, I'd like to reintroduce to you Dr. Sabjahal. Hey, James. I wanted to ask you um, about, I, I think one of the biggest critics of me is me. Mm. And I want to ask about like what's going on there mm. when, because um, I'm sure there's a lot of people out there who you, you've got sort of the biggest critiques coming in. It's not just self-doubt. It's, it's almost aggressive mm. uh, in the way that your brain is, is, is telling you that you're not up to it or you're mm-hmm. not worth it yeah no you're right james and, and kilda um yeah it's quite common uh, to have this kind of stream of consciousness running through your mind so you've got two actually mm-hmm. so you've got one which is like what you're actually doing mm-hmm. uh, all the things that you're doing and experiencing but also your emotions related to that like quite you know tightly related to what you're doing and then you've got this other stream of consciousness, which is kind of like commenting. So like this sports commentator yeah. on what's going on in your other stream of consciousness. So like, oh, you did this, did you? You didn't do that very well. Right. You're yeah. kind of rubbish. Yeah. And not only that, the sports commentator in your, in your voice, in your head, will say, not only are you rubbish, you will always be rubbish. Mm. And it's going to affect everything that you do. Okay, that's when we have quite a punishing voice. And often yeah. people say, you know, it's always nagging at me. I hear this voice. Why? Why is? Why have I got this dick living in my head, mate? <laughs> what, what? What? What is happening now? And why? Why are we uh, comfortable yeah. having uh, this punishing yeah. going on? Yeah. So let me break it down. Okay. So in the external world, our minds are like problem-solving machines. Mm-hmm. They find the problem mm-hmm. and they fix the problem. Mm-hmm. Right. The problem is, is that when we turn that kind of external problem-solving machine into our own heads, yeah. we can end up in a bit of an echo chamber. Right. And we just hear the same thing over and over and over again. And it talks about your past. Stuff that you can't change anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Stuff that's already done. Yeah. And it'll go and criticize you for doing that stuff too. So this is the problem. We have this kind of internal voice that's built for the outside, looking at your stuff going on inside. And that's why people can run into problems with this internal critic going on all the time. So what, what can we do to... Is it countering the internal critic? Is it accepting the internal critic? Like, what what can we do to make the internal critic less punishing? And I, can, is it going too far to say damaging to ourselves? Yeah, it can be. If we're hearing it all the time and we're not hearing anything else in the alternative, and that's the only place that we're getting information, yeah, it can feel really punishing and damaging. So there's a few things that you can do, but number one is to recognize that it's happening. Right. So one of the things is to almost like stop yourself and challenge yourself and just go, oh, you again, <laughs> you, dick in my head. Yeah. Take a, take a break, okay? I don't actually think that that's what's going on for me right now. Mm. So the first thing is being curious. Mm. It's like, oh, why have you said that then? Yeah. What's going on in my experience which is making you say that? Mm. And then the other thing is like perhaps being accepting and saying, you know what? You might have been right then for that one thing, mm-hmm. but it doesn't mean that this is going to be everything for the rest of my life. Right. Okay, that's not true. And the other thing is, you know, a little bit of practicing, a little bit of self-compassion. Of course, we all make mistakes. That's what happens in life. But also, you know, we accomplish great things in our lives too. Mm. 
And the, 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 the thing that backfires for us sometimes is that all the negative stuff that we do is really sticky. Mm. Our mind likes that stuff. It's, it's searching out for the stuff that we can problem solve. But all the stuff that we do mm. successfully, it goes next. Right. So it's that problem solving part of our brain where we'll go, we're looking for the problem so we can work on the problem, but we finished working on the compassionate stuff. So we forget, and I think a lot of people, myself included, you know, I listen to that and I go, oh yeah, that's, that's absolutely true because you can have these moments of victory yeah. in your life yeah. and you forget to celebrate them because you you've got all these other things. To do. Yeah. And then you just move on, right? So one of the things that we need to kind of like train ourselves and cultivate is to linger on that. And it can feel self-indulgent, right? It's, we don't have a culture where you go, oh, yeah, celebrate yeah. you, big you, the whole time. And then the dick comes back into your brain going, why are you celebrating? <laughs> You're wasting time. <laughs> That's true, right? So we have, to, we have to strike the balance because if we're not careful, and this is why it's, it's important to notice, if you do notice, you can find that 90% of your internal talk is negative. And what we want to try and do is tip the balance. It's never going to be 100% mm-hmm. positive. And it perhaps isn't healthy for it to be 100% <laughs> positive. But what we want to do is to start changing that balance. And that only comes with practice. And by actively saying, do you know what? My mode of operation is no longer going to be 90% negative. My mode of operation is going to be a bit more balanced than that. And I'm going to take some time. I'm going to write things down. I'm going to keep things like a gratitude journal where I write down one thing a day, yeah. which has gone well for me that I had something to do with. And I'm going to reflect upon that, and that's going to set my frame. It's not just the negative stuff. So that's a gratitude cha- uh, journal? Yeah, well, it's one yeah, thing that people cool. find really useful. It's like, you know, and it may not necessarily be something that you did. It yeah. may be something that you witnessed or something yeah. that you, you, you just saw in your life. But it just helps to change the frame from that negative nagging voice to something a bit softer, something a bit different. Like a, like a mental cake. <laughs> it's a moment of positivity and, and, and joy to remind you to have those in there. Uh, Sam, we were talking about uh, compassion and critic. And I'm wondering what is uh, something that we can do to help shift our brains um, to balance out the critic with more compassion? Yeah, sure. So one of the things in order to kind of change our mode of operation from that negative, judgmental, critical kind of stream of consciousness, train of thought that we have, Mm -hmm. is to start thinking about a different way of approaching ourselves and what's going on for us. So one of those things is to perhaps approach it from rather than a place of judgment, but a place of curiosity. Mm -hmm. So what does this feeling actually mean? I'm noticing that I'm feeling like this. What does this mean for me? And the other one is really thinking about acceptance. So you've got curiosity and you've got acceptance. You know, we can't necessarily change our feelings. And the more we try and change what it is that we're feeling, the more we can get into traps. So it's really about accepting that, you know what, sometimes life is hard. Sometimes life is about suffering. It's about pain. And these are hopefully temporary things that go on in our lives. But this is what happens in life sometimes. So it's about the acceptance of that. I'm not saying that we have to lie down and take it, but it's just part of life. The next one then probably is about loving kindness. You know, this idea that, yes, we're in pain and, yes, we may be suffering, but we can be kind to ourselves and have self-compassion around, this is something I'm going through right now and it's okay and I will get through this and you can love yourself as you're going through that. It's not necessarily about candles and joysticks, but it is about just taking a bit of a step back and going, actually, I can be kind to myself, not necessarily be quite so harsh. 
And then the last one really is about M. This is about being motivated to try and change things from a place of security. Okay, we need to feel safe before we can start to tackle some really internal things, some deep-seated things that are going on for us. So really thinking about that curiosity, the acceptance, the loving kindness to set up a platform to motivate you to start to change and change that balance that we're talking about. So that's not 90% internal critic, but you've got something a little bit healthier than that going on for you. It's, is this where, because I know, you know a lot of people that get into um you know, and I come from a church background, so people would do prayer. But then, of course, in modern times, a lot of people do meditation. It's yeah. about that stillness and that. For people like me who are not great mm. with mental stillness, is there anything we can do to uh, get that compassion level uh, up to at least close to where the critic is at? Yeah, sure. So, yeah, mindfulness and meditation is big right now. It okay? has been big for a while. But I guess the end point, where we're trying to get to with that, is being present in what's going on for the moment for you right now. Not the past, Mm. not the stuff that's happened in the past that you can't do anything about. So the thing to remember is that meditation is not the only way to get to what's going on for you right now. So for some people, it's walking. Right. You know, going for a walk and then they see their environment. You know, there's this thing in Japan which is gaining popularity in the West now called forest bathing. (laughs) <laughs> yeah okay. it's not actually having a bath in the forest it's actually just being in nature okay. essentially yeah, yeah and what we know is that being in nature and being exposed to all of that has really big psychological and physical benefits for us you know this is not necessarily about meditation this is about just being in a place where you're seeing nature all around you and for some people they need a bit more energy than that, right? Mm. Some people, they go walking, they go running. This is where runner's high comes from. Right. You know, all the sorts of things. It's about being present. So meditation is one key to that door. Okay. There are many other keys in order to be present. Awesome. Uh, well, uh, Dr. Sabjahal, uh, thank you for coming back in the shower again. Uh, and I hope you're feeling better soon. Uh, and uh, you can uh, catch uh, more of these little words of wisdom Uh, from us on uh, both Radio New Zealand uh, and iTunes. Thanks, man. Thanks, James. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com.